Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Of course, this is Tyler and Douglas Gabriel, and we are going to look at some of the headlines over the news. And it's taken me so many days to get Douglas to the microphone. I know you want to hear um, all about what he's reading and thinking right now, but he is working on a book, and it's kind of hard to interrupt him. And, and Douglas, the book is on the heart? Yes, the heart as a as an organ of sense perception. Yeah, and so I, I see you doing all this research, but folks, I fed him well over Thanksgiving weekend. It's all good. I zoomed in and gave the ask, would you please do a Betsy and Thomas? He said yes. So here is what I would like to chat about, at least. I know you may want to talk about other things. I want to talk about this emergence of uh, the narrative that Trump is mentally uh, not stable and the rise of the Trump cult. I want to talk about uh, two things that we're going to recommend that helps us get on the offense. We need to start getting on the offense in this information war um, instead of always being on the defense. And then people want to know, Horowitz, 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 what's up with Horowitz? So to get started, what about this cult Trump number 45? Well, we are a cult. We're a cult of truth. We're a cult of the respect for the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We are a cult of disassembling the Washington District of Crime. And so, yes, in fact, we're a cult, uh, and it becomes more so each day. And as you look at the statistics coming from each one of his rallies, it's shocking, absolutely shocking, just like the African-American support for Trump has gone up almost more than triple, and some say, you know, times five. And then that's evidenced by the people coming to these um, to these cult meetings. I mean, I've never heard of a politician filling the largest uh, stadium there is in every city in America when they go. Yes, that's absurd. That's never been done in history. They don't understand how it's happening. Remember, our enemy has a whole different way that they get people to the polls, and it's through brainwashing and propaganda. So when they see these huge crowds, they don't understand how, what this phenomena is. Well, you posted something on Cat Report which said, you know, make sure to take your barf bag with you. And it was true because this person who wrote about Trump and the book, you know, The, the Cult of Trump, um, basically is just saying that because Trump uses memes and Trump speaks the truth and Trump speaks in sound bites, that somehow that makes him some kind of cult leader who's able to turn people away from what they thought to the way he thinks and make them violent and aggressive. Absolutely absurd. The violence and the aggression, you know, there's been over 100 attacks on conservatives who happen to be wearing a MAGA hat or anything identifying themselves as a Trumper. And basically, the silent majority is going to stay silent because we don't need the people on the far left. And they're basically, they're, it's really fascism. It's a type of ethnocentric aggression. But the amazing thing is, is that the people on the left, they all hate each other. But they think that their rights are being protected because they can scream and yell and get attention. But when it comes down to it, the Trumpites, these cult leaders, I mean cult followers, in fact, are not going to kill themselves like Jonestown, which is <laughs> these idiots are trying to imply that Trump has got us all yes, psychologically but warped. It, but it's what it's important to note, even though I said take a barf bag to listen to this guy's propaganda, that's the narrative that they're going to be pushing. They, the impeachment's over, so now they have to go for mental impairment. 
And I say that maybe that's why Trump went for that physical a little bit early, and maybe it was for mental acuity, so he's ahead of the narrative. Well, I think you're quite right on that. He did the psychological test part first, so that's done. So when that comes up, because now all they have are these, you know, made up planks of their stupid impeachment points, and uh, none of them are going to hold any water. They've already been um, investigated by Robert Mueller and others. The last one they have is behavior unbecoming a president. And so you're right. They're going to try to say that him creating a cult or the mean things he says about his opponents or the way that he uses his Twitter account or these kind of things are simply unbecoming a president and without any standard of that, and there is no such crime, that is all they really have. But there was something else that he said. And it was about how the voters out here, because we're all in the Trump cult, will not accept the election results in 2020. And it, it, and that's not good because it could ca- cause harm, right? That's what they're insinuating. Because I look at that and go, oh, you plan on rigging the election still, run your false polls, and still expect us to stand down and believe that whoever your candidate is wins. No. But that's what they're pushing early on. Well, this author, this um, unuseful idiot, basically said that we're going to take out our automatic weapons. Our every, every, every Republican, every Republican, according to what he was insinuating, has an AR-15 and lots and lots of ammo. And we're going to take them out if Trump doesn't win, even though it's a completely straightforward and absolutely honest election. If Trump loses, all his cult followers are going to come out with their automatic weapons and they're going to do something. Let me put that in another way. He actually said civil war. Shall I put it in a way that maybe that person who wrote that book can understand? If you rig the elections and make it look like Hillary Clinton won, we're coming after you. That's it. There you have it. And that's basically what I was going to say. Um, His final bottom line assessment is the same thing that many people are now saying. Oh, it looks like we're going to have to back off Trump because his followers are so intense and they're, you know, cult followers and they're, they're such a strong base that if we mess with him any further, they could come after us. Oh, that's okay for you to think that. Uh, Because in fact, you would deserve that in a, in a perfect world. And so, I'm kind of glad that they think that we're cult followers and that we will, in fact, take to the streets and or do whatever is necessary if they try to rig the election. All right. Well, let's save the getting on the offense and let's go into Horowitz. People are emailing us saying kudos to Thomas for telling us years ago that Horowitz is not the white hat we think he is. And you've been saying that all along. Has your mind changed? <laughs> no, my mind hasn't changed. Um, and that everyone should know that um, the inspector general office is where truth goes to die. And anyone who's ever been in an IG inspection knows that. And so they're all corrupt and they're only there and they're only started to protect those in power and to basically, you know, perhaps pick some low-hanging fruit if there's a huge problem going on. So will there be low-hanging fruit? We've already heard of one. What's that guy's name? Kleinsmith. Uh, Kleins, Kevin Kleinsmith. And uh, that's one. And then, you know, they're going to say, oh, no, that's no big deal. Oh, and Kleinsmith just did this on his own. 
Oh, yeah. Not only They're never, not going to even ask, well, who put him up to it? And he's going to say it's not really evidence and blah, 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 blah. And the 302s, well, they're informal. And, you know, you, they're going to make a case where all that's going to go away, just like Andrew McCabe, you know. But Andrew McCabe's case has not gone away yet, folks. So what's going to happen with Michael Horowitz? Well, I started reading the part uh, parts of it that had already been released. Okay, leaked. This is an investigation by the IG on leaks that leaks. Think of that, folks. Did anybody go to jail from those leaks? No. Was anybody indicted during the inspector general investigation, which they would have to be if they found a preponderance of evidence to show beyond a reasonable desire? doubt that someone was guilty, which if they couldn't find, you know, half a dozens of people like that, then they had, they were, you know, deaf, dumb, and blind. And that's what the inspector general is. Michael Horowitz is as bad as the one that's there now for the inspector general for the intelligence community, who rewrote the whistleblower complaint to allow secondhand information to be used as a whistleblower complaint. This is, this is where that Inspector General of the IC is. This Inspector General uh, Horowitz, to my count, and, and no one else seems to remember this, but uh, I know of six absolute cases that were handed to Michael Horowitz that were supposed to be part of the investigation. If Horowitz, which I predicted, is going to simply roll them all together, back out of all of them together, and say that there's going to be no indictments, then that's exactly what I would expect. Now... Uh, we've already heard leaks that Comey is exonerated. Okay, how can you exonerate Comey? Not possible. So, especially under the conditions, the let's just call it conservatively, five separate investigations. We have the results of one of them so far from Horowitz. There were supposed to be five, six more. There's supposed to be seven total, actually. Now, are we going to see any of those? I doubt it. This is going to be Simply the same thing as Robert Mueller's special counsel investigation, which was a cover-up, which was to hide the wide trail of the guilty, which were Democrats, and the entire weaponized Obama uh, administration at the top in all the different intelligence community um, and different agencies. And so what what are we going to see here? This is just a cover-up, folks. It's just a cover-up. Don't expect anything to come from that. So question would be, is William Barr and John Durham going to do anything? Well, we'll have to see about that too now. Um, Epstein didn't kill himself, but it seems as though Barr says a perfect storm killed him. Isn't that an amazing thing? So that is not a good thing. But in terms of political rhetoric, Barr has done some interesting things, said some interesting things and taken some interesting actions. But we have to remember, folks, it's not what they say. But because they can say all the good things in the world, but then they can do nothing or do the opposite. We want to watch to see what they do. Slow walk it to bureaucratic hell. That is the standard way that the senior executive service members work through the bureaucracy. 10,000 resistance followers of Obama and basically Hillary fighting against Trump. This is why him picturing himself uh, as a prize fighter, which we have called him the prize fighter, since uh, day one and said anybody who gets in the ring with him has lost. Anyone, one-on-one, has lost with Trump. Doesn't matter. World leader, politician, doesn't matter. They've all lost. And they're all going to lose because we know where the truth lies, and so does Donald Trump. 
All right, ready to go for the offense. Folks, we've been for the last few years defending ourselves from these attacks, and that's been a great front. We've done a good job as information warriors. I want us to now grab another front, get on the offense, and start coming after them in an angle that they are not prepared for. And it's going to require you to educate yourself about things you might not have been taught in school so that you can then educate your network. And the two areas of offense that you are going to see on the CAT report, when the I, I've been posting for the last few days this, and it'll continue to go on, is in the area of energy education, and then also looking at the Department of Education itself, the Federal Department of Education, and really seeing that it is a place of total indoctrination and that we have to dismantle it. But let's get started on energy because this is a, a very exciting story. A few years ago, uh, Douglas, you did a lot of research on an article for Free Energy. We were ex we were just so blown away with all of the amazing energy devices that would be available to mankind if we could just remove the riffraff at the top of the pyramid, so to speak. So we already did the research and that research drew in people who are themselves energy experts in these areas and they have been educating us for the last few years so we are all ready to come out now to start telling the big story of one of them is thorium yes and that person has uh, been a conclave member uh, all this time and been our teacher in certain areas and really uh, uh, awakened my uh, understanding of thorium and uh, gall technology and uh, uh, thorium um, molten salt solution uh, thermonuclear reactors. Because it you can take thorium and you can retrofit every single nuclear reactor in America. And then once they're online, you can eat the what we call the nuclear waste. It actually eats it. You pour it into the bath, it eats it. Isn't that amazing? And you don't have to create plutonium. You do have to have uh, some very high-level uh, uh, material to start it. But once it starts, it's on. It's fine. And the, you can't have accidents with them because you simply pull the plug and the bath drains. I have posted a lot. on, the, And if you missed it, folks, go to the CAT reports and just type in thorium and, any, and the tab, the search tab, and all that stuff will... Uh, pop up, but I want to talk about how this is a warfare technique that we can use to rattle the cages of the bankers, the corporatists, the petrodollar. Let's talk about it at that level. Well, it's totally green once you analyze it, and don't get confused with using thorium pellets. There's different types of thorium. This is GALT, geothermal atmospheric liquid thorium, which basically generally is called um, uh, thorium uh, molten salt. Uh, baths and basically you it, it's so simple it's ridiculous and it, what it does is it can end the entire focus on using nuclear to create a, a poisonous uranium that can be used in bombs fissile uranium and plutonium which are used in bombs we don't need those things and if we stop that technology we could actually get a hold on uh, not only nuclear proliferation, both in missiles, but also in all of our power plants. This would, 90 of them in America, that are all basically just 
waiting to explode. I mean, they're just waiting for accidents, just like Fukushima. It, we should have a moratorium, but close it all down and go to thorium. It's very th- simple. You could convert, but you can also, because thorium is so safe, put more thorium plants all around the country. We just have this unlimited supply of energy that's inexpensive, which then, of course, puts less demand on petroleum, which puts less demand of ours on places of the world that we don't want to be in. Now, I know that we've become quite energy efficient, and some of you in the gas and the coal industry might not like our message, but what I like about thorium, if we can educate enough people about it, is the dent that it puts on the petro system. If we keep those money rat lines going with the petrodollar and with cars that we know are rigged, okay? The cars are rigged. Why are they rigged? Because you can put a small device on it that adds um, hydrogen through electrolysis into your fuel stream system, as well as you can add GEET to any internal combustion system and basically take any car and turn it into a car that either, you know, can uh, take a car that gets 25 miles to the gallon and it'll get 100 miles to the gallon. Add a few more of these things and it can get more. Well, that's part of our energy package that we're teaching everyone about is the GEET technology. So I don't want to say that it was not included in what I was talking about. Oh, no, it's absolutely. Okay, it's It's, just that there's so many things there. When I say energy, if we can educate more people about the alternatives to where they have us in a limited box, it could bring over the environmentalists and the climate changers who are just so brainwashed, Douglas. They're not going to be able to come out of their climate change mesmerized state. But what if we can educate them about thorium? If they could get excited about thorium, perhaps they can join us in unity on the other side of Trump. They also are not going to be able to get over their brainwashing of Trump. But can we meet common ground by finding these amazing climate solutions? Now, they will be solving their imaginary climate change. But we have a very real climate change that's going to occur that we do need to be paying attention to. Yes, and all these technologies lead us to free energy, and free energy is for the whole world. And it's already happening that they're building thorium reactors in uh, Germany and in Japan and other places. You can build small ones, large ones, whatever you want. It uh, When it gets taken up here in America, we know that Donald Trump knows all about this because of his relatives who were directly connected to this, this and many other types of alternative technologies. So when he gets into his second term and things start flowing the way that they should, for instance, let's just take one tiny example. If free energy comes forward, then Saudi Arabia and the whole myth of standard oil and Aramco basically are flushed down the toilet. We don't need it anymore. And so what is happening? Aramco, Saudi Arabia, is trying to get an IPO to go on the stock market. Just at the moment, and as well as Iran is now selling, not to France and Britain, but to Russia and China. We are seeing such massive changes. And with fracking in America, Trump came in, as well as other drilling and other pipelines, and made America the number one oil producer. We were already, we were now being on the list. We weren't even considered. We were being controlled by anyone who had oil, including Venezuela, if they wanted to control anybody. Anybody who had oil could control us. Now... We have so much oil that we're sending it to them. How can that be? So get ready, folks. 
A second term of Trump is going to be a term where he's going to open up these things as he's opened up many things that have been in gridlock because of industrial espionage and industrial rat lines of the way the money flows. And no one wants to, no one can get in between those people and their money and their banksters because it's dirty, it's fake, and it's an old, old institution. So the new free energy is going to absolutely launch us into an age that uh, will be absolutely uh, ahistoric. Oh, it'll be so different. Uh, such a game changer in how people will live and work and even educate themselves. But I will say this. Make sure if you're not on the CAT report that you subscribe because we have been given permission to uh, release a 1,200-page book that's been in the works for a decade or maybe more um, about thorium, GEET, and all these other energies, and we'll be releasing that on the CAT report. And basically what it is, there are so many of these that any one of them, if it actually broke loose and was not being hindered by the industries that control them, that, that have their vested interests, it would take off like crazy. How about a little tiny device that looks like a phonograph machine, all it is is magnets, spinning in different directions, a whole bunch of magnets spinning in different directions, it can run your entire house. And by the way, you don't have to recharge it. It's magnets. And so you do have to charge it to get it spinning. And then after that, that's it. That's just one technology. Geet technology is really plasma technology. And we've been talking about plasma for a long time. Plasma is what makes the SR-71 spy plane run so fast. It is... It's unbelievably simple. You basically are creating a high-frequency discharge through any type of tube from any type of exhaust whatsoever, and you tune it so that it then becomes magnet magnetized, and it creates a magnetic field. That's how you know it works. You simply measure the magnetic field. So you do this to your uh, mower, and you simply go to the hardware store and you buy a few parts, come back. I, I've seen videos of this happening. And oh, and we'll be placing some of those videos on the cat report to show people how to do it. And the person shows you how, and quick mm -hmm. and easy, change your uh, lawnmower into basically a geet mower, a, basically a plasma uh, uh, engine. And then once it's been running uh, for a while, you can start running anything you want in it. Water, Kool-Aid, Coca-Cola... Chocolate milk, right. whatever you want, it doesn't matter. Now, hello, is that not the technology that we see in science fiction that the people were actually telling us what had already been created, but they don't come into the marketplace because of the vested interest, but they will. I mean, we have, we've seen a generator that is uh, a little tiny thing. It's on wheels. You can lift it up with your hand. You pull it up to your house, put water in it, and it runs. you can run your whole house, a big house, and still have energy. Uh, to spare. But folks, because we have the internet now, we have a network. I mean, you're on the other end of the network, and then you have your network. If we can get this information out in the world, because our audience is global to a lot of really bright people out there, and that the world can awaken to this kind of at the same time, they won't be able to resist this movement. Just like what's happening with 5G, so many more people now are awake to 5G and pushing back on it. Isn't it amazing how all the bad technologies that can be weaponized, oh, nothing stands in the way of their proliferation. But right. when you have a good free energy technology, by golly, people die, patents are stolen, 
uh, laboratories are burnt down. I'm speaking from direct experience. And uh, it's absolutely shameful what happens in America so that the basically the people in charge can stay in charge. And that's going to, we've seen that is coming to an end in all areas that Trump, that come before Trump. If they put the issue inside the ring, and remember, they thought they were going to put Ukraine inside the ring with him. And what does he do? Knocks it out of uh, of the ring and Joe Biden too, and Hunter Biden too, and Christopher Rines too, and John Kerry too. <laughs> okay. So this guy, he is a champion fighter. Well, Wait, let's go to the next front, because back in 2017, and back when he was running, he was talking about dismantling the Federal Department of Education. I don't see anything happening there. The indoctrination in our school system, this uh, cultural Marxism that we're seeing that's coming out of schools today is affect going to affect generations of our children and how they vote, how they participate as citizens in our country. Yes. Well, what we saw, first off, I just want to say that uh, some charter schools should should be closed because they are, in fact... Charter the, schools are not the answer. They're fascist, Islamic, terrorist breeding grounds. They might as well be madrasas. They might as well be teaching because they, in fact, are when no one is looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gulan Fetchala should simply be uh, arrested. And all of his schools, his hazmat schools, should all be Look, closed down. Just, now, going to your point. Well, let me just say that people kind of open up and think about what is education. It's not supposed to be a warehouse for children. It's, education is what you've experienced being with Douglas and me for the last three years. You've learned, you've enjoyed learning, you know more about the world than you did before. It's exciting to come to class. That's what education is. It's not what we went through ourselves. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, because it is not defined in the Constitution, education is the prerogative of each state. It is a state-mandated, controlled uh, area where the beings in those states actually set up the flavor of the education system. And then the local school boards can even make it more individualized. So no matter what, that's the way it will always be anyway. This local school boards rule and the federal government can make any rules they want, but they attach dollars to it. And so what happened was we saw the complete decline and that's the reason we got out of education because it became just a testing system. And the testing system was based upon what? All these different uh, curriculums in different states. And only a few of them were the same. So when the Common Core curriculum came into existence, pushed from the federal side, it came with money. And all the federal funds that should have been given to the states were held back until you came in total compliance with the Common Core curriculum and made sure that your state... And your common uh, and your core curriculum in your state matched point for point with the federal. Well, guess what? I was an expert in that area. It is not possible for that to ever happen. The federal common core curriculum cannot be aligned with many, many, many state curriculums. Not possible. And that was on purpose. Those states developed their curriculum based upon their own best knowledge. And we're, each state should be trying to be better than every other state so that that state So every state can look at the others and say, oh, look at these different alternatives. Look at these ways that they do it. It's more effective. Now, when you established a federal common core curriculum, you established federal common core curriculum textbooks, which went to three, to to my knowledge, three publishers and then three testing 
publishers. And it literally became federalized so that you had now a small uh, centralized group controlling everything. Well, excuse everything. me, who owned the publishing companies are the people in the Pilgrim Society. Absolutely. So they are showing, they're telling us what we have to teach our children in the classroom. And they're being tested to, that did they learn their indoctrination properly? Well, also because we have no educational philosophy in America at all. Oh, go into that. Well, John Dewey system. That's it. That's it, folks. The greatest nation in the world, the reason we're so far behind everyone else is we have no philosophy of education. Why? Because every state had their own approach. So in certain states where they needed the children to be out of the farm at certain times of the year, they had to establish schedules to meet that. If they're in a state where there's a great deal of manufacturing, they might put different types of things in the curriculum. Anyway, that was up to everyone individually. Uh, but when it became absolutely milk toast, they withdrew everything of a moral character, everything of civic, everything that could not be uh, calculated and codified into high uh stakes testing which are basically killing our children as a matter of fact advanced placement courses honors courses in high school along with of course all these devices they have uh these digital devices but the pressure on a high school student is so phenomenal that it adds to astounding amounts of suicides and absolutely common that uh, the children in high school are depressed like they why in the world are public schools teaching sex education look what they are teaching that there are 64 varieties of sex they got this really wrong and so why are we trusting them with math or any other subject perfect example federal government mandates through uh, the surgeon general and through the department of education which at that point was actually rather defunct uh, as it should be, there doesn't even need to be one. The only thing the federal government should do is make sure that the money that we pay them in taxes comes back to us under their education programs for higher education and uh, for lunch programs and so on and so forth. None of that should require any of these uh, federal experts, and there were none and are none, uh, making decisions about education for all of our children. That is absolutely ludicrous. Every time that has ever happened. It's called herding and indoctrination. And it started with um, Leave No Child Left Behind. Some of the people who wrote that, because every president tries to have an education program, the people who wrote that for George W. Bush, some of them went to jail because it was all fake statistics. And then we changed all of our education system based upon that. Just like they did the statistics on Chicago math, and so now they try to push that into the federal common core curriculum, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work because the pe people at home teaching the children, get, helping them with their homework, don't know that but system. But Douglas, it works for the globalists because it keeps our children from realizing their fullest potential as human beings, and it keeps them tamped down. So for them, it works when education is this bad. John Taylor Gatto is probably someone you should read if you want to understand what's really going on. The successful people in the world don't go through public school education. Absolutely not. And they don't even necessarily get a college degree. The statistics say that the, the heads of these uh, Fortune 500, the CEOs of them, many of them do not have college degrees. But they were, in many cases, in the military with top secret security clearances, and they know how to keep a secret. Plus, they tend to be of a certain height and a certain look. So when it comes down to it, folks, it isn't your education that determines if you're going to make a lot of money and be a success. Nonsense. 
if you go through the indoctrination system, as Betsy likes to call it, and it is. Well, it is. It's a prison system. And I system. want to see why Why haven't we seen major signs of the Federal Department of Education being dismantled in the last two years? What's up with that? Because the people who own the testing corporations also, through all kinds of secret maneuvers, own the books that are published, which also provide digital copies. And they also provide the computer software interactive programs. And so you're talking about a very small group, probably five or six different uh, corporations who are controlling all of this now and has nothing to do with education. It has to do with testing and, and testing money. content. And money. And because, fantastic amounts right, of money. And then you've got a secretary of education there who herself is a billionaire globalist. She's not going to cause a ruckus with her friends. I say she's there to make sure no major changes happen, to hold back until they can get somebody else in for president. Eric Prince is a friend of Trump's. That's the reason she got in. And she got in because she is a massive globalist. And she got in because of her company, uh, which uh, uses a lot of Chinese support. So when it comes down to it, she knows nothing about education. But And Trump said he'd close it down because it doesn't need to exist. It, yes, but it it's was still pared there. Down. But it's still there. Well, it's worse than there. DeVos the, has done nothing. It's the it, it's the uh, common core curriculum. Look, uh, send Douglas and Tyler up there. We'll make sure that that Department of Education in Washington is dismantled because we don't want to spend a lot of time in D.C. either. I was once asked many, many years ago, to go and to work directly for the Department of Education, actually, when it was very, very pared down. And so I looked into it, and my mentor uh, made sure I met all the right people. And when it came down to it, it was doing nothing at that point. Nothing. Absolutely had no power whatsoever. So I said, no, I'm going to go out to our state and work through uh, creating some educational reform there. And uh, now I would love to be at the federal level because I would simply end all the contracts with the big publishers and the big test makers because testing is a scam folks it is and it doesn't teach morality and because our teachers pay attention and they think that they're being educated by the mainstream media our teachers in our schools are basically the indoctrinators of a frankfurt school tavistock Brain manipulation and, and psychological manipulation. And then they pass it down to the kids. Oh, they, they oh. rule and they, they bring their politics into the Folks, classroom we and have it's to disgusting. Stop this. We have to stop it. And that's why I'm saying we can start going on the offense as all this stuff in Washington continues, you know, on and on and on. People don't go to jail. But that's, that's going to happen and unwind itself in its own time. But, folks, we can get proactive here. We can start educating people about energy choices and we can start educating them about what's really going on with our children and our school system so that they will start showing up at the local school board meetings and start raising hell. That's exactly the way that it works. If it is in the hands of the local school board, then you can go and lobby for your child. You can go and make sure that things are right. You can go into classrooms. You can put your eyeballs on the situation. Yes. You cannot tell the Secretary of Education that you don't like the Common Core curriculum when she says, it has nothing to do with me. These are contracts that are outside of the purview of the federal government, which is what she would answer because that's the truth. And then you say, well, how in the world did that happen? Like It's just like 5G, sneaking the 5G in on us. Exactly. I mean, how uneducated could you be to allow 5G 
to come into your community. And again, it must be fought at a community level. And anytime you centralize power, you create evil and corruption because then very few people can get a hold of the reins of power and they almost always are go corrupt with it. Go ahead, name someone who had a great deal of power who it didn't corrupt them. You're only going to name maybe uh, 10% of the people who ever had power. Why? Because it is the path to hell. It is the path of perdition. The seven deadly sins are not called deadly for nothing, and they are insatiable, and that's what we're looking at here. And we must take out of the edge. Basically, we need to give everyone their money back for education, period. No more taking money out from anybody for education. You mean through taxes? That through taxes. should take it out. That it should stay with the states. And, and then we should give it, uh, if I have a child, I should have a voucher. Yeah, that's right. And take it where you want. And everybody else should vote their millages as they see fit in their communities. And besides that... And there should be vouchers for homeschooling, too, so they can financially support the folks that are helping to do the homeschooling. Well, as you know, we were working on a program of homeschooling that would actually allow the parents who homeschool their own children to get a degree by doing so. Yes, but that we're not in here to push our plan because the Lord knows we don't have enough time in the day anyway, and I have to make dinner. Um, we have a few more minutes. Do you have a, anything that else was on that you saw? Oh, I just think that the impeachment thing is so funny because they can't. there's nowhere they can go. And uh, anywhere they go from here, it's all downhill. Because remember, this is all for poll numbers. This is all for show. This is a show trial. This is all for winning the election by knocking him out before the election. It ain't going to happen. They're not going to knock him out. They know that. And anyone who planned otherwise in the Democratic Party in the House of Representatives is simply stupid. But we are seeing stupid to the stupid power. Pelosi, uh, Schiff, Nadler, they're... If they didn't have immunity, these would be crimes in any uh, civil society. But because this is politics, you need to make sure you don't get upset about it and don't get too worried about it because we already know the outcome. And, and everyone knew the outcome from the beginning. So the more they go down this road, the worse it is for them. The poll numbers are now popping. Now remember, add 10 to 15 points to anything because they, they take away that many from Trump on anything good. So when they, you know, basically he's historic high, but that means he's really historic high. So folks, just make certain of one thing. Everybody vote for MAGA because there's no other way that we're going to get out of this mess. I know. You know, there's something I want to say, and I don't know if I'm going to frame this right. And I don't mean to offend anybody, but it's something that's I've felt for a while. The black support for Trump is incredible. Never been higher for a Republican in, in modern history. And when I look at the black support, I get so excited because I feel like this is a time where they can stand up and save America and really and, and take credit for it. Just like there was a day where my ancestors fought the Civil War to free the slaves. So this is a opportunity for black Americans to stand up and save the whole country. That's the statistics we're seeing. If Trump's African-American support goes from 8% to into the 20s or the 30s, as, as some polls are saying, that wins the election with a landslide. And, you know, basically, 
uh, people like uh, Candace Owens, people like Diamond and Silk, people like the MAGA hat guy, all these incredible people. Beautifully talented. The walkaway movement, the whole thing. It's Uh just so friggin' beautiful because why? People are waking up to the fact that the Democrats have always wanted to enslave everyone. That is their history of their votes. But the black Americans can be known in 2020 as the ones that freed us from the enslavers we have today. Absolutely. It it would be to me as if in Iran, uh, every woman took her burqa and her hijab and burned it. And then if she wished to, you know, cover her from modesty or do whatever she wants from modesty, fine. I mean, you know, uh, Catholic nuns do that, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. The point is, but as a sign of subservience, of a sign of someone who can't vote, of a sign of someone who is treated like chattel, I would love to see that kind of liberation happen. And I think we are beginning to see that type. We're even beginning to see people liberate themselves from the democratic insanity in California. People are distancing themselves. I think people are getting... Uh, to the point that they're ready to say, yeah, go ahead, California, you can be your own country because you know what, you're such a mess and you're just a virus and you spread this. I mean, look at the Democrats who are the very ones causing the impeachment, who caused the uh, continuous lies about the Russia hoax. They're letting their state burn up. They're letting their good water rush to the ocean. They're letting their crops dry up. They're letting their cities become absolutely uncivil. These are the people that we're supposed to be listening to, to follow their lead, to impeach Trump. Folks, I think people are waking up and the time has come that they're going to see that there truly is, as we have been saying, a second American revolution afoot and Trump is the new George Washington.